it doesn't actually mean anything that we know of. It's just, hey, here's how oh, yeah. post. So, like we don't there's nothing that we can actually take out of this and say right. this number I mean, means this. To be honest, it's very reminiscent when you search for a business in Google Maps or on Google search and you see the hours of operations. In my opinion, it's setting expectations and you know what to expect during the day. Yeah, more than hashtags. Come on, come on. Yeah, more than hashtags. No, we won't forget uh-huh. what's working, what's trendy, and what's next. Yeah. With Adam Lidecker and Vincent Orlek. Every week, a new episode from News on the Net. Come on. Uh, repping Arizona. I know just what you came for. For stories people might miss and fly under the radar. Yeah, more than hashtags. It's news and we're on it. Make sure that you subscribe and follow if you want it. Yeah, more than hashtags. Hey, I'm Adam Lidecker. And I'm Vincent Orlick. Welcome to More Than Hashtags. Hashtags. Mas de hashtagos. All of the hashtags. Oh, <laughs> man. I don't know. My, my wife will probably get on me for that one. Adam, I, I need to tell you something right now. We have won. Not me and you, but me and mi familia that's all sleeping right now because we're recording this late on a Wednesday night. Uh, we have won our neighborhood. What? The reason, yeah, the, we've won our neighborhood. You know how you can like win the internet for the day? We've won our neighborhood for 2018 already. Okay, I'm waiting with bated breath. I, and I'll tell you, um, we, are, we did not have the best Christmas lights by any means. We had a nice... A nice setup, some snowflake bright things around the window. And we do have the the big inflatable Snoopy and Minnie Mouse Christmas style. That's the extent of it outside. Dot, dot, dot. Some of the houses down the street, amazing. Like, really, this year was easily a top year. But ours are still up. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I, so I technically, promise, if you just like 11 more months, you're the winner. Oh, dude. I promised my four-year-old. She was like, I don't want to take our lights. I said, listen, you don't have to worry about it. Uh, ours will be the last ones up. I promise you. We will win. <laughs> and every morning, she goes and she gives a big hug to Snoopy and a hug to Minnie. and says, bye, guys. And we, we pull away in the car. And she says... Have a good have a good rest because we deflate them during the day. And she's like, have a, have have a good nap, have a good sleep. And we come back and I make sure that they're on. Somehow I, I'm home before her and I turn them back on so that they're ready to roll. Um, and, and this is why you should have yeah. won Phoenix Dad of the Year. Uh, well, there's a lot of reasons I should have won that, but um, you know. Anyway, See, I knew your lights were still up since since tonight. <laughs> you're recording in your. Uh, podcast garage yes and i can see the cord caddies behind you on the show oh the the cord caddies that's right our buddy nick mishwain uh that's that's him and his his family's uh so if you need to organize your lights after never mind you already took your your tree down so never mind (laughs) (laughs) but i'll tell you what they they do work really well i've heard people say hey you know we use we use paper towel uh inside pieces those cardboard inside rollers from the paper towels big mistake big mistake 
Got the. I'm. I'm just throwing it out there. I, I bought a few Corey caddies. Hashtag not a, not an ad. Not an ad, <laughs> because I paid for my cord caddies, and I'm just that big of a fan of the product. Okay, I'm. A, I'm a. I'm a brand champion. Brand champion. I. I paid for mine. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to say what I did one year. What I got? A, I got a. I got a different style tree, and when it we'll cut it out, it, Adam. We, we won't. We won't cut this out. Oh, uh, no, I literally cut the lights off the tree. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was that bad. I couldn't get them off, so I cut them off. Uh, you can replace but them. But they, they were the old style. They were, it was missing a bulb. Let me, let, me so. let you in on a little secret I found out this year for the first time, officially. It's Another something I've always one? wondered, right? And something we, that a lot of people have wondered. I'm, I'm going to answer the question right now. There's a big store called At Home. It's, it's in Arizona Mills here in, in the Phoenix area. It's a giant store with all kinds of stuff for the house. Um, they, I was in there on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. All their Christmas stuff, lights, all the Christmas stuff. The trees, the pre-lit, like, expensive trees, everything was 50% off on the day before Christmas. So on, that, on that's what, that's of- what you got to do. You got to commit. I actually have a lot of friends that put up their tree Christmas Eve. Well, I'm just saying you go, look, you, now that you know that, save a little bit, go there next Christmas weekend, Christmas Eve. Maybe, maybe you're not getting it for that year, but literally there were like $300 trees, the pre-lit trees, the big ones for, for 50% off. Everything was 50% off. The, the yeah, decorations, everything. I, was I will say, well, I, I, I texted <laughs> you. I will say, I went to Target the day after Christmas to return some things. Wandered into the toy section because my daughter needed more Play-Doh for her her Christmas gift. Mm -hmm. And all these toys were like 70 to 80, 90% off. Some of them were like really super expensive Star Wars uh, items. So I texted our friend Isaac, which I think I probably made him spend more money than he wanted to on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, I did actually buy uh, something. Oh, what was it? Like a large wooden dollhouse. And I, it is in the garage covered up and it'll either be for their birthday or Christmas. And I got that sucker for 35 and it was, it's still one ninety nine online. What? Yeah. It was oh crazy. So then they had like drum sets. I texted my, texted my wife. They had this like $250 drum set for like, I think it was $35. Oh my, and, what? And I said, I texted you all this. You were yeah, like, no, I know, but I, I mean, I was wrapped up in, but I said, I texted my wife and I said, we'll probably regret this one. Wouldn't we? She said, yes, get the dollhouse. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. moral of the story is yeah. move, move your kids brains one day and just pretend <laughs> Christmas is on the 26th or 7th and you guys are made in the shade. Yep. I, I, I'll throw this out there too. And then we'll, we'll get into some of the topics. The show. Yeah. The show. Uh, I forget if you saw my Instagram post, but I was the, the night before or the day before Christmas, I had to go to Walmart for some groceries and in Walmart in the aisle where all the, you know, they have the one aisle where they put like all the holiday stuff. So like when Halloween time, they put all the holiday oh, yes. in one aisle, right? It's, it's great. So I went in there the day before Christmas and they had, I was thinking, oh, there's going to be some cool Christmas stuff. No, no Christmas, all Valentine's Day. All Valentine's Day. The, on Christmas Eve, 
the day before Christmas, Valentine's Day, boxes of chocolates, the big hearts, the Entenmann's, the you name it. Unacceptable. Aisle. I, I was I was livid. I was livid. Well, anyway. oh dang it! Obviously, they know that they can actually. I was gonna say, well, now you know that candy's been sitting there for you know a month and a half. But obviously, they know that they can turn that candy over. You know, because my grandma or somebody is going and buying all that ahead of time. I guess. I mean, it's cheap. But still, it's going to you know. sit in your house for a month and a half. <clears throat> oh, and no guys. Look, no guys are on, on the weekend before Christmas. No husbands, no boyfriends are buying val- are planning ahead for Valentine's Day. Well, okay. you know, speak for yourself, Don Juan. Bull. Bull. <laughs> that is I know. <laughs> okay, what do we got tonight? couple quick hits some some things happen in the world of social media they did um, well as every day you know it, life goes on unlike unlike slack who crashed and people didn't know what to do oh my gosh or ces that had a blackout and people thought it was oh my goodness i saw the greatest post it said ces blackout it's consumer electronics show in vegas ces blackout minute by minute in their own, the people by the people who experienced it in their own words, it was like a Is that the oral history thing that I sent to you. Oral history. Oh, you said that to me. Yeah. Well, uh, we said so many things to each other. Yeah. I know. Oh, of course, they did, they did a great job. I thought it was hilarious. It was funny. Yeah, that's typical of them. And then did you, I sent you that the I saw that the tweet from Black Mirror. That was good. I shared that with my team. They they wow. they uh, they really trolled good. they trolled them very hard. So, anyways, if you haven't seen it. We're not gonna. We won't even say what it is. Go on the Black Mirror Twitter account, that like the Netflix show, and and look up their tweet. It's a quote tweet of the CES um, blackout report. Which we need to get them on the show. Just saying. Yes. So many many things happen in the world of social. We have some quick hits. We do have a couple practical takeaways and some inspiration. And then Vince is going to get into a topic very near and dear to his heart. That was that was uh, tumultuous. Oh, jeez, it's near and dear to yours too. It's about about Twitter dying. So that we'll we'll come up with that at the end of the towards the end. Everything, everything. I, mean, I heard blogs are dead, and <laughs> well, millennials so, are killing everything. But it's true. I digress. No, I think it's probably our you know our four and five year old daughters. <laughs> oh. Yeah, what generation are they going to be? Because they're not Gen Z. We should claim it right now. Twitter question of the day. What generation will they, what will the generation after Gen Z be named? The little ones. Dubbed. Um, I don't know. First, first article. Yeah, I actually first did, did notice this in the wild. I was on Facebook. You're on Facebook. You're up in the search bar. You search for a company a brand facebook page pops up one thing that facebook just rolled out is in that search bar go try it out type in you know your favorite brand mashable target whoever wherever you'll see now i don't know if it's in blue or green or whatever but it's denoted pops out how many posts a day the page posts Um, so this is this is just to be clear this is explain that one more time yeah so i'm gonna well, actually, I'm going to go in here and do – you go to Facebook at the top of the page. Uh, same thing in mobile. You have a search bar. So you, wherever you go to search for things on Facebook. So I'm going to type in uh, Mashable. So then click search. And then 
think this is calling me a liar. I don't see. Oh no, there it is. <laughs> I didn't see it at first. And then next to it, you're going to see the the name of the company, the category, how many likes the page has, and something new. And this how is for pages. pages. Yeah, for pages. How many posts per day? You're going to see three posts per day. Mashable. I was wondering if somebody posted like 25 times what it would say. Well, Mashable text says 10 plus a day. So obviously they're not going to unfortunately completely freak people out. I was hoping they would, they would say that. Um, let's look up our favorite politician to see how many posts per day. <laughs> well, it's I don't know. Interesting. I don't, Four I don't posts think, a day. Yeah. Facebook, I don't think is going to be a lot. Uh, oh, yes, true. <laughs> why we added this to the show. And I think why is important, why we're highlighting it. We'll give some practical advice is because, I mean, I think it's a little contentious. Some people, um, I hear it all the time. Oh, you got you more post every hour. You know, Vincent and I have been doing this a long time. I don't know if it's still the case, but for a long time, when you posted a new post, it would like, de- like, um, you know, mark down the previous post, stop serving the previous post. Uh, probably still the same unless it had higher engagement. Um, needless to say, I think why they're adding this, my hot take, and I think it's a great addition, is they're setting expectations. You're going to go like a brand. You, they want you to know what to expect. This company posts three times a day. Are you willing to like this and get that? Potentially get it in your feed. Um, or if you see like 10 plus or 25, yeah, you'll think twice. So why this is a cautionary tale, why we're adding it. Vincent will give you his hot take. But be thinking about this as, as a company or a social marketer. Consider this because now you have higher visibility um, on your in on your fans, new fans, followers coming inbound um, to set those expectations or lose them right away before they even join. Um, so, what's your what's your take or what's your maybe some practical advice on to consider when posting? I, I would I would go a little bit more on the adventurous side. I think. Based, I totally agree with you. I even even clients now. I mean, I, I really don't. If I post, if I have have two posts a day for someone, that's like it's that's always been a lot on a, on a brand page. Um, I, I'm right. I'm I'm right with you on the two yeah, posts a day. Yeah, I mean, even once it's 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 often one, just because uh, on these pages, what I've traditionally seen with all kinds of different brands is if you post. And even by the day, you know, Monday through Thursday, you post, schedule it for early in the morning, and it typically will do better mm-hmm. than if you posted it like late at night. Um, just typically, it's not every single time, but typically, that's what I've experienced with a lot of the brands that I manage. Now, that being said, with this, there's also a difference with publishers and with like news right. pages and journalists and that sort of a thing where. Um, even in the article, it mentions about how Facebook has this advice for journalists thing that they put out uh, almost a year ago. And one of the things that they told them was that it's a, don't worry about how many times you post, worry about the content. So they're like encouraging them to post a lot, but that's also journalists and news. So it makes more sense. They, they want them to post and post re- relevant, reliable yeah. news for brand pages putting out marketing messages or content or I mean even if it's really good stuff it's it's still not necessarily true that if you post a ton it's going to do well i would say try it 
If yeah, you know, try it. Try it like for maybe not even for a week, but maybe a couple days during the week. Pull together five to ten posts. If you normally do one or two posts, pull together like five to ten posts right. for a day or two. Put them out like whether you schedule them or you just decide to post them on your own. Throw them out there, and again, like they should still be quality. <laughs> they shouldn't be nonsense totally. because it matters. The content, the the good content, is what's going to work. Um, but yeah, try it, try it, and see what happens. Then look back on it. Make sure to go back and look and see. Well, my my guess is, and you'll probably agree with this, Adam. Maybe maybe you won't. I don't know, but. Um, I won't on a couple principle. Of, <laughs> a couple of them will probably do pretty well. I don't know which couple. I don't know what times. I don't know what whether if you post a video, a graphic, uh, a text only, a link to an article. Like it, it which one yeah, it, you got to experiment. It depends on your demo, your followers. I will say, as a little bit of a homework takeaway, go on your page. Click in the admin settings, go on and go in the stats and you can actually see when your when your followers are online and when your followers are most engaging. And that's when Vincent was alluding to the early morning. Some of that crosses over all pages because that's the activity across Facebook. People are on at certain times. If you're super niche, you may see your following base shift 45 minutes and you can adjust accordingly. Um, I would typically start posting as you see that bell curve starting to go up because you want to get some engagement before it peaks. Um, yeah, I know that our friends at Buffer put, put a blog post out about this where they posted a, a ton over a course of two weeks or something like that, you know, 10 times a day. And then they tested two or three and the surprise, surprise, the less, the less did better because I know, I know from posting on a couple large brands that, they just keep serving it or it keeps getting, getting engagement. But as soon as you, you put another one up there, it kills the previous one. So if you're putting one up every hour, they're not going to inundate your fans with that. Um, right. So totally test. And that's how it's and, typically been over the years. That's how it's typically been, whether that's yeah. now going to change. I mean, we, the, the, here's the thing with this, with this new like line item, <laughs> this new ex, 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 uh, what's the word? Exculpatory piece of information um, yep. it, that sits there now. First of all, most people are not going to see this. That's the first thing. Because most people are not searching on Facebook. Most people are not even noticing that number. Some people will see it eventually. Um, marketing types like us will notice it because we do use it and we know about it now. And we're looking out for this type of thing. But in general, like, what does it actually mean? It, actually, it doesn't actually mean anything that we know of. It's just, Hey, here's oh, some yeah. posts. So like we don't, there's nothing that we can actually take out of this and say right. this number I mean, means this. To be honest, it's very reminiscent when you search for a business in Google maps or on Google search and you see the hours of operations. In my opinion, it's setting expectations and you know what to expect during the day. Um, that's what I'm, I'm taking away. Uh, the other thing I'll add, uh, just that they're active. That's what you can take away is that they're yeah they're, they're active. active. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. Like the other thing I want to like, practically, you do want to be consistent when you're posting on your page because there's a subset of people who are 
seeing your posts on a daily basis because they're they've engaged and there's a timeline we don't know what that timeline is <clears throat> when they fall off but if you stop posting and they stop getting it and that expires their personal timeline they're going it's gonna be harder to get them back in so just just practical um, right. and there's that um, then the next thing we wanted to share and, I, and we just do a quick hit because I do want to get into uh, the, the Twitter story but um, we personally learn how to do great social media and what people are liking and engaging by consuming we ourselves consume a ton of social media content on a day-to-day basis so I'm going to drop three favorites that I found this week, but I also just want to encourage you guys to be on the lookout, be on the lookout for good social. And then I tip, I oftentimes will screenshot or bookmark ads. I find like anything like kind of like an inspiration board. If I'm seeing something that resonates with me and it's just exceptional, I'm not going to copy it, but I'm going to, to um, say, Whoa, look what this, look what this tool can do. Um, so just for this, and if you have some Vincent, um, you guys go check these out on your own. Um, I found three pretty fantastic Instagram stories. Uh, I was talking to my team today, letting them know, Hey, I know, I know I'm, you guys probably saw over break. I did a lot of like Snapchat stories, Facebook stories, Instagram stories. And obviously, um, I duplicated across all three and they're like, yeah, they were really good at your kids and stuff like that. I said, yeah, it was good. But I, cause my kids are awesome. <laughs> but what I was doing and Vincent knew this is I was testing and I was, I was measuring how much engagement across each channel and Instagram hands down just would win. Um, no, that doesn't, that doesn't say you abandon the other ones, but I started paying more attention to Instagram stories and there's so many there's, I'm sure you guys look up at Facebook stories. You don't see too many <laughs> up there. And so the last couple of days I've been making an attempt to go through them all. Um, so the first one I found that was just pretty exceptional was Whole Foods. So I follow Whole Foods. I'm going to get their story up there. So one thing about Whole Foods I liked is it looks like it costs a lot of money. It looks like somebody had to illustrate it. But all they did was they take, took photos of products on like a whiteboard, and then they lay it over the name, they tag the brand, they put the price, and they put like some effects, like like glowing dots like uh like a neon halo effect and it was consistent throughout all their instagram stories it was just beautiful um like they're selling selling uh showing showcasing the price of these favored loved products um, so that's that's one thing i love check out whole foods uh, as a good example the other one local here in phoenix is desert botanical gardens a place that i love very much and i was just i think i was talking to vincent i was definitely talking to my wife about, man, I love their Instagram. I just was, I love the beautiful photos of the Desert Botanical Garden. I wish they just used that for education a little bit more. So I went on there and I started noticing them tagging and adding the text with little little factoids about every plant. Like here's the aloe and it rains and the rain funnels down to the root. I'm like, yes, they're doing it. Not just beautiful photos of the flowers, but they're using it to educate which is really what going to the botanical garden is all about. Um, and the last one I found was fortune fortune magazine, and they did a just fantastic um, portraits of business people with really great pull quotes and how they styled them was fantastic. N- nice thing about that. They put those in story form. 
you could easily put that on their page as well. Um, so I'd love to encourage you guys to go out there and find some great social. Share it, spread the word, tweet us. Vincent, I've talked too much. <laughs> no, not at all. I, I I have one, and it's it's kind of like uh, just one that I always – okay, actually two. So there's okay. two that I always – I always see, I don't know, they might not even have stories up right now, but um, if you follow the accounts, they, they do a lot of stories. Um, first one is Sports Illustrated does the, they have these sick photographies, uh, f- photographers that like the images that they're putting up in the stories yeah. is like are, are, are amazing quality wise, like they're, they're top notch. So I, I would highly recommend, even if you're not into sports, maybe if, if you're just into photography, like it's really, it's really good stuff. Um, and kind of along those lines too, more of maybe on the marketing or branding side, or if you're just an Apple fanboy, um, Apple, ever since they created their and started using their Instagram account, um, the Apple stories, they do things within the Apple, the, the stories on Instagram that I don't huh. see anyone else doing ever. Um, they, they put in, they put in like audio in a different way that ma- that it doesn't match. It's like a they'll is do it like Apple is it Apple or Apple Music? Which account? No, 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 Apple. Okay. Apple's yeah, um, Apple's Instagram. Okay. They at fr- especially this was at, at the very first when they first started even doing Instagram stories. Um, they they were doing this campaign with like audio, like like quotes or speeches mm-hmm. over other different video like branded video or something and it just that was like one example it was really cool again top-notch imagery and photography as you would expect minim- somewhat minimalist um, well yeah because i see like in the tagline says like um tag shot on iphone to take part well that too yeah but in this so in the stories yeah what they also do is they'll they will feature people's people's right. photos that they take so, like, if you do a, a, a story type image and, and tag them, um, yeah, they will cool. put it in there. And they do it quick. Like, it's boom, 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 boom. Um, but on their own stuff, they do. Even the stuff that they put out original is really, really good. I will check it. Love it. Awesome. Now I'm getting – sorry, I'm getting lost now that you're – I'm yeah. in the gram now. Their um, uh, their Instagram ever since they started it like mid last year middle of last year I think the Apple actual Apple Instagram account they didn't start using it remember that was like a big thing it was like oh my god right they all Apple started rolling out like yeah like I met the guy who runs at the um all the socials for Apple Podcasts Facebook Instagram Twitter I, I he's probably just that just for that they probably have somebody else for the other accounts. But I told him, I was like, I, I'm just excited to see you guys actually doing outbound social. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So last story, uh, kind of a quick hit. Um, I'll let you introduce it. Uh, so, yeah, they, there was a little bit of within, a, within the industry, there was a, a little, little kerfluffin over this one um, that the question was posed about, Twitter experiencing a renaissance of some sort and you know, whether it was 
now a more viable marketing channel, marketing tool. And it, it struck, it struck a chord with, I think a lot of the people that, that do use Twitter personally and for marketing, marketing their companies. Um, when I think it's how it was phrased is like, is it time to reconsider Twitter? Right. Absolutely. Like, wait, that was, wait, what? <laughs> that was, that was in the title. And it's like, well, reconsidering it. I don't know if that's really, I mean, sure. There's a lot of people, look, there's a lot of people that they don't consider it at all for. Well, listen, us, us aside, industry yeah. folks aside, the president of the United States. Right. First, the first thing that came to mind when I read the article said, time to reconsider Twitter. I'm like, dude, we have like government people using this as their primary channel. Like it's not, not in all of America's conscience, whether they know or use Twitter or not. They know there's a website. You can tweet out, you know, send out little bites. Of, so I thought it, that was the first thing that got me. I'm like, Actually, it's probably more relevant than ever in people's psyches and their conscience. Yeah, it's it's re- it's absolutely relevant. There's no question about it. Um, and on the news side in general, no question. Um, I I will I'll agree with with the article in the in the sense of they kind of they broke it down into three parts, which which I would agree this is accurate. That that there's there's Wall Street, there's the business world, primarily marketing, social media people, um, and then there's the users. So then they, what, they, what, what they didn't really do was within the user base, there's a lot of segments. There's a lot of different segments within the user base. Um, Twitter, I think, gets a, gets a rap for having certain demographics, right, that um, – are, it's just inaccurate. Like people oh, don't totally. Think, yeah, they don't think that kids are using Twitter, and kids are using Twitter in a yeah. huge way. We've talked about this before, even on the, on the a, any any niche, any vertical, and those users are who are using it are active and passionate. If you're mm. a knit a knitter, photography, craft beer, whatever, skateboarding, whatever. I mean, you're right. Well, even so, so. The other, the, the, the main, or one of the big, the big problems I had with it was there was, there was a lack of separation between marketing using Twitter and, and brands. His, the main point was saying that brands aren't spending money on Twitter. Like they're not actively doing that. Um, the corporations the 90, 98% are not using it for, for their uh, marketing. And to be honest, marketing is not advertising. Mar- and we know this. Marketing contains advertising. Advertising is part of marketing. But there's, there's a customer service aspect <laughs> in marketing that I would, I would put under there. Um, there's branding there's 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 different elements that were just kind of like thrown aside for the purposes of saying um people aren't companies aren't aren't using twitter meanwhile if you go on twitter daily go on tomorrow whatever day you listen to this go on twitter tomorrow 
there's a really good chance that I'm going to say Verizon, Google, Starbucks, T-Mobile, you name it. There's huge brands that that are running the sponsored trend at the top of what's trending right now of the hashtags and just trends in general. There's always a, almost always a sponsored trend. And it's almost always like, it's not always a hashtag either. It's, but it's, it's always like a huge company that's paying for that. You're usually the second spot. You're you're absolutely right. Yeah. And that's not cheap. I can tell you right now that is not cheap. They're not giving that away to these companies because that's how they're, whatever money they're making, um, that's how they're making it. <laughs> now, are people are people using Twitter? Are they spending money on ads on Twitter, like they are on Facebook? Hell no. Hell yeah. no. Not, not even close. Not, I mean, it's not even close, right? But how many companies are using Twitter as a as a customer service tool specifically? Like, yeah, yeah we're using it to communicate with with people back and forth. How many are using it? Um, not directly as that, but it ends up as that because people are tweeting at them. There's that aspect. Yeah. I'm going to say like, they're definitely uh, spending money on resources to support that channel. I mean, I, I was just sharing before the show, we have this hammock. Um, we're, we, we're not there playing all the time. And when you, when you get three or four people in there, the carabiner is bent. <laughs> um, so, you know, I love the brand uh, Kamek with a K. Uh, they were on Kickstarter. They've been successful ever since. Great outdoor hiking products and all that. And I know they're very active on social, but you know, I didn't want to be like these broke. You know, so I'm like, I just sent a photo. I'm like, is this normal? Because honestly, they sold the aspect of like these super strong, you know, gorilla grip, gorilla gorilla straps. And so I was like, is this normal? And they they're like, they DM me. They're like, hey, send me your address. We we redid them. We'll send you a brand new set and they're not cheap for free. <laughs> um, so that was the first place I went for customer service yeah. and I treated them right because I have respect in a, in a, in a relationship with the brand. So I wasn't like demanding or a jerk. So many people just go on Twitter, tweet the airline and think they're going to get their way. <laughs> I guarantee you, if you finessed it a little bit more, <laughs> you might, Get some good customer service. But if you're somebody like an airline and you're handling thousands of tweets, they're going to have to pick and choose and prioritize for sure. Um, so now look again within, within the, the, the article about all this, it was, there were some other, there were some other good points. Like, and it wasn't like this, the, it really wasn't totally bashing on, on Twitter or on brands, not using Twitter. It was, this person's opinion that that they didn't and look there's some numbers to back it up add add dollars that are spent and all that the i think the main the main thing was that there's a lot of there's a lot of people that do use i think there's more people than he maybe expresses that are using twitter for conversation <laughs> for things other than marketing but also even within the marketing world um, there's a lot of ways you can use it. Uh, it's kind of the, the same problem that, that we think Snapchat has, and that's on the education side where they just don't No, Totally. They've gotten better Twitter, but, but they have some resources and tools out there to educate people on how to use the platform and on how the ads work on, 
the best ways to use it using search and all that but but then they also don't get that information out there enough it's now that it exists that's great they're not really putting it out as much as they they could um for the for the education purpose so there's just a lot of between and i i I say this with snapchat too that they they don't do anything they have some some great resources on their website people don't know i was on there they've added way more on there even since the last time I've, i've been on the website myself snapchat's got resources within their their website not within the app there's there's stuff but on the website there's there's tons of stuff now but they don't they don't publicize it like it's kind of like hey if you find it congratulations and you're one of the lucky ones <laughs> that's how it feels you know like you're ahead of the game well that's not helping you guys <laughs> that's you're not helping yourselves by doing that so that's that's where i am on that i I'm I'm gonna pull back a little on like totally. I'm not trying to slam. annihilation. <laughs> yeah, I'm not because I don't think it's deserved uh, on that that article initially. Like the title really bothered me, um, and and the way it was positioned. So congratulations on the on the, the click the clickbait. Well, and I will say like one thing. Um, yeah, it was clickbait, perhaps. Yeah, <coughs> but I will say one thing because of the sheer amount of engagement on that tweet. It probably was if they looked at if they saw a spike in engagement and reach, it was probably one of their highest for the month <laughs> by far. Yeah. Cause pretty, because people who were, you know, yeah, pretty much like a lot of the heavy hitter, hitters in the industry, uh, either probably most of them found it, the early ones found it organically. And then we all got shared it, jumped on there and didn't bash it. Posted some funny memes. I'm not Just dead yet. Just ask questions. There were some questions. But most of them shared the antidote. Like, it's just like the, been the best thing that's ever had to be professionally, personally, some of the best friendships, uh, opportunities. Some people still use it for business development. Um, yeah. And I, I, I mean, I built businesses on and around Twitter, and I yeah. love it. I there, still. There were, there were a bunch of um, responses, like you said. My favorite one, I, I got, I have to put it in here, was there was. Uh, a guy by the name of he's a coach it looks like and he said me and coach he replied directly and he said um sports fans listening to non-sports fans over the last three years talk about how twitter was dying and it's accompanied by a meme of a guy on the lakers like scratching his head like huh (laughs) (laughs) so like yeah sports sports is huge on twitter sports yeah NFL Sundays or N- the N- NBA Twitter, um, these these sections of, of Twitter, NFL Twitter, NBA Twitter, they're not they're not specifically defined by like you you go, type something in and go to NFL Twitter. It's just the conversation around the NFL on Twitter or the conversation around the NBA on Twitter. Um, you know, and it still makes makes it into into shows on on air it makes it twitter makes it into uh tons of comedy shows um and shows can make things trend like um at, mid, at midnight yeah with chris hardwick so yeah i i it just thought it was funny a little bit of clickbait and maybe it was when they saw when the, when the author saw all the responses he's like got exactly what i wanted <laughs> but practically it now I'll say this this will we can close up the show with this um tweet us if you have any questions but honestly 
if if a channel is not performing for you, move on. Go do what what is. But come on back, revisit, test. Don't I mean because the channel the algorithms are always changing, um, and periodically I'll go back in uh, myself personally, and then with a couple other brands, just to test. I mean, can't, and that can't was, rule. Tools change. I yeah. mean, Instagram is going to roll out regramming. So if you're a heavy user-generated content uh, company, people are sitting, your Red Bull, <laughs> your uh, whatever, uh, IKEA or whatever, it's going to be a lot easier for you as a as a social media manager to reshare your passionate advocates' content. Uh, you might have ruled that out. <laughs> Go back and check it out. Uh, and that was so, again to close it up that in that in that article, like that was mentioned as well um, that. That's that was what what brought this belief on was that Facebook is running out of room for advertising, and that people would start flocking back to Twitter, no pun intended, um, in a sense for maybe the ad opportunity. Um, but it, it, as we always say, and we all know, like it depends on if your audience is there or not. If if yeah. they're not using Twitter, then the, there's not any reason to put time and effort and money into into twitter unless there's another different segment that you're trying to reach that you know is there that's different from the people that you know are not there and i honestly like it's not that i didn't want to advertise on twitter the cost per click was just so much higher so the the ad spend was just that much higher so i could reach exactly who i wanted to now yeah, you know, if they change it, and that's again, test the ads, test them very affordably for a few dollars. But yeah. with all and that, they have, they have the you know they have dashboards and 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 information that is I'm not going to say it's equal to Facebook, but it's it's good. It's relatively close. It's it's close enough, and they they give you a lot of information about the the demos and and the audiences and and I mean everything that you need really that that should help you succeed or at least determine why it didn't well personally i think i've seen their algorithm change for the better Mm -hmm. Uh, i curate a lot of really like um uh, just useful helpful content like i'm not going to share it i'm not going to fill up my my queue and let her ride just just so i can have them i don't do that i personally tweet it yes it's an article and link i try to add a little bit of my own spin to it but i've been noticing it's reaching people and it's the people I know. It's my friends who I know they're commenting, retweeting. Unlike I've ever seen before. I haven't seen that before. So I don't know if like how they're actually, you know what it is. It's when you log back in, it says while you were gone, you missed this. So somehow they're matching it based on the people that are seeing it. I've engaged with them a few times. Right. That's probably what it is. Well, Um, yeah. And, and that the whole new algorithm that they, that they have allegedly, over the last whatever year or two it's cold magic (laughs) (laughs) so my friends that's the show uh as if you missed last week um we're trying a little bit shorter format more condensed sometimes we'll take a deep dive sometimes we'll do some some quick hits and some hot takes those are two buzzwords i just used back to back (laughs) yes but in any case uh (laughs) we're we're on this journey just like you are to launch a podcast, a new medium, challenge ourselves. But we're using the data that just came out from uh, beta data, beta data, 
from uh, Apple Podcasts that showed that people weren't listening to an hour plus. Some of you were. The eight of you who, who were, you guys are awesome <laughs> all the way through. Um, but I don't, even, I don't even think my wife is among those eight people. Oh, well, we went, I think, like eight minutes over. So we'll see if she listens all the way to the Oh, end. for now. Yeah, yeah. Well, now we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So in any case, yeah, let us know. Um, and then, oh, yeah, and tomorrow, we won't forget. Uh, not tomorrow, but whenever you listen to this, every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific. Is it still 9 p.m.? Eastern? I don't yes, even know what it, time it was. It's always 9 p.m. Eastern. I got so screwed up. <laughs> that never changed. <laughs> Hashtag podcast chat on Twitter. <clears throat> Join us for a fantastic Twitter chat on the topic of all things podcast. It's thematic, so every week it changes. Sometimes we have a guest. Sometimes it's about the industry. You can always go back. They're all evergreen. Uh, but join in. Uh, we'll, we'll tweet some questions. We'll open up to the community. We'll keep this party rocking. Yeah. So have a. Uh, That's it. We're all having a happy new year, and uh, we'll be back next week for some more. Guaranteed or your money back. More than hashtags. More than hashtags. See you later. <laughs>